Taking a syringe to clean my ear and shoving it up my asshole. Anyway. We're going to get vulnerable in the pod, apparently. We're going to get vulnerable in this pod. Oh, my God. All right, JJ. What's okay. going on? Well, no, okay. Present tense, nothing, thank God. Um, past tense, I thought of this as a thing to talk about. Also, because how about this? I was sitting on a secret during one of our recording sessions, because as I was in the throes of it, I was not in the mood to talk about it. I've talked about having anal pain on this podcast while it was happening. But last time, I think I wasn't ready to talk about it because I wasn't sure what was going on yet either. Um, I think it was the last time we recorded. What maybe? is going on with your hole? Chlamydia. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, my God. I've been fortunate in that when I occasionally have an STI, it always like shows up in the test, but I'm I'm always asymptomatic. That was it. I, just shows up in the test. This is my first time ever being symptomatic, and let me tell uh, you, that was no joke. Like that was no like, oh, this is kind of um, you know, no. I was. Uh, thank God, my boyfriend's cool and not like you know. Ooh, this is a. It's, scarier like this is terrible like whatever like he was just very supportive of me trying to help me feel better because i went on um you know the antibiotics and stuff and it takes like you do that for a week and then you know you heal in like the next two weeks i think and so there was like a bit of uh abstaining from sexual activity for a while which was like just inconvenient but understandable and fine but there's things you can do yeah true oh my god cross room and jerk off we figured some stuff out for sure we had fun we it was great but i yeah that's kind of the thing it's just i had my first experience of being symptomatic with pain and it was yeah it's okay i mean you know we live we live and thank goodness i am lucky enough to have access to healthcare and to get medicine and stuff i was that's the other thing that always occurs to me every time that i need to go to an urgent care or need to like make an appointment with my Mm -hmm. doctor like Mm -hmm. if i didn't have this i would be in pain today like i would be Mm -hmm. dead or something like it would not be fine Anyway, um, yeah, I had my first symptomatic bout with chlamydia, and my God, I, I mean, I'm the same way. I always don't have uh, symptoms, but it comes yeah. up on a test if I ever yeah. do, or maybe like a partner is like, "Hey, I just tested positive. You should go get treated." Right, for right, right, right. That happens. Yeah, totally. that happens. Yeah, but this was um, this was out of like the blue. I, you know, just one day was feeling like a little upset and like not comfortable back there and it got worse Uh, and it was just like ugly. Like I, you know, hey listeners, I hope this is like super fun to listen to. But yeah, we'll post pictures on the Instagram. Yeah, my God. It was. La la la. It's chlamydia. Right. And and the sequel. It went, you know, there, I had moments like where I was like, this is making me homophobic. This is making me sex negative. Like, fuck this. But Uh, I, I not to like fear or incite fear in anyone who, you know, is like, I don't know. Sex is fun and it's totally worth it. Yes. Still for sure. But like, my God, whenever that's, oh, I mean, I've been thinking a lot about this lately, how my worldview is so sensitive and how if I'm in a good mood or a bad mood, depending on everything, 
I my attitude about things is severely like 180 or whatever. Right. Like I was thinking like, man, is was it worth it to sleep with all these yeah. people or whatever? Not that like the number of people I slept with right. contributed to the time that I had chlamydia because right. it could just be one person. But my God, I don't know. I was just super sensitive into my feelings about it. So your hole is a mood ring. Yes. Uh, oh, that's poetry too. I don't know if you just knew that you just Maya Angelou all over me, but like that was your hole. I don't, I don't think uh, in the Cage Bird Sings she talked about her asshole being a mood ring. I mean, she, you know, she was like a very open sex worker and stuff. And I, I think uh, your hole is a mood ring is, is, your hole is a mood ring. It's sending me places. That's beautiful. That's gorgeous. Uh, George's, George's like George's. Um, oh my God, this, this is. We'll get back to the topic, but yeah, fucking George's. I, now every morning when I wake up, I see Maxie, and I'm like, "Hello, this." Mm, God damn it! No, I I'm doing know. it. I say hello, this to fucking yes. Maxie in the morning. I mean, that's branding. She's smart. Ugh. Um. So okay, I've been fortunate, haven't had any incidences in mm-hmm. a long while, mm-hmm. and not. <laughs> My secret, I, I'm sitting on it. Like, that's literally me last time we recorded. The the only, like, I can't think of the last time I had a symptom. Uh, many years ago, many, like, two exes ago, I had, um, um, oh, what's it called? Jardia. Yeah. And from, like, eating something, drinking water, like, bad water? It was... It was from sex? Yeah, it was from rimming, probably. Oh, okay. Someone had it and yeah. it rimming. And it was, I remember feeling, I was just like, okay, sorry. Sorry, this is a gross intro. I apologize. But, you know, you learn, maybe you learn. We are this. an educational podcast, um, obviously. That's what we're here for. So I was just very gassy. Oh. I was just very, like, my stomach was kind of, like, just churning, and I was kind of yeah, gassy. Yeah, not a lot of people know about that one no, either. No, 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 It's just sort of, it's like an intestinal stomach kind of thing. It just it gives you maybe, like, diarrhea and, like, yeah. like, whatever. But I just remember, like, the gasp, like, I was getting, it was, like, painful. Yeah. Because it was just, like, yeah. in there, and yeah. it was just, like, God, I just, and I would say, like, I was on the floor doing the, like, um, where you lay on your back and then you take your knee to one side mm-hmm. to sort of twist. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I need just like a massive fart. Like, I just need to just like blow out whatever yeah. the fuck is in me. Just destroy just, me. Right. And then like, yeah, then, um, you know, the, the, the bowel movements were strange yeah. and it was just like something's going on. So you used to do that thing. Have you ever had to like, for a test, like scoop your poop? Yeah. So I had to scoop my poop. A little ice cream scoop, yeah. little little tester God. had to do that. Put it in the vials, send it to the thing, and yeah, trying to draw. And you take medicine, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do remember getting symptomatic, either I don't know which one, gonorrhea or chlamydia in college, and like the pee, like burn when you pee. Yeah, that happened once. Yikes! Yeah, but that was or tw- maybe twice. Like, but that was co- like ever since college. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a symptomatic bout. Nice. I, um, fortunately, and I will at some point because I have a lot of sex. So at some point it's going to happen again and I'll take some medicine and it'll be fine. True. Unless like, you know, I test every, oh, this is. In the same way that I've gotten COVID and I'll get the flu occasionally. It's just another fucking illness. It's just in another place and you get it from another activity. Yeah. You don't criticize getting ill from sex in the same way you would get getting ill from Riding a fucking subway, exactly. like it's exactly. the fucking same. Doesn't and, matter. And uh, it's also it's more fun to have to get sick from having sex. Um, I don't know. I love the fucking subway. <laughs> <laughs> but I come every time. <laughs> oh, the F train. I Ugh. um, 
Well, and another thing that we'll go back to like the the healthcare thing. It's uh, also like if you test regularly, then you're yeah. kind of like you know checking yourself out yeah. more frequently every three months. This is another like thing that I so I'm employed now, and during the shutdown when I was unemployed, I became like eligible for uh, Medicaid, mm-hmm. and I got on, and I was nervous about like oh am I losing my eligibility because I'm definitely making more money than I think I'm I'm supposed to for that or whatever, and you're supposed to report your income, and I was afraid of like you know if I get audited or something like if they do some whatever uh so i did like the you know civil thing and i like was reporting my income Uh to be like hey i don't think i'm eligible anymore i don't know who to talk to or whatever doing my research and i found out like they're like oh okay so even whenever when you've established i was like researching other insurance plans and stuff Uh i was talking Uh to my job about what insurance they offer and stuff and god everything's expensive Uh medicaid of course is pretty uh it actually is pretty like it takes care of people for yeah. sure and i've been a beneficiary of it and i'm like yeah this is you know very advantageous for me right now but how much do i need to spend a month on premiums what's a deductible la 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 co-pays all the stuff it's kind of a mind fuck sometimes but um <laughs> thank you american healthcare yeah. but uh i found out whenever because i was eligible last december you get it for 12 months just for like whenever you get the eligibility oh, nice. so i'm good for the rest of the year really good. But, um, yeah, I had to learn that. So if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Um, yeah, people who, who they always talk about people on Medicare and Medicaid, like, fucking love it. Like, it's, yeah. it, it works, it's great, it's easy. Yeah. Which is why that's always been the argument for universal healthcare here. It's just like, everyone just gets Medicaid. Yeah. Actually, God damn it. It's, it's true. And I'm But then people with stocks and in, in, um, insurance companies won't make money. So we can't have that. <sighs> can't have that. They got to make money on their they stocks. Have big money, and they're sending some to politicians to keep it annoying. And la yeah. la la la. Same with taxes. Yeah. Well, the, the proposal now, and it seems like Mansion and Cinema are behind it. Not to get all into a political thing from a conversation about chlamydia. This is a very smart podcast. It is. We're smart people. We're very smart. But um, they're now um, apparently they're behind a minimum tax. Oh. For wealthy, it doesn't affect anybody who doesn't make over, I think, five hundred thousand dollars a year, and it's basically tax. Like, it's just a minimum. Like, because a lot of super wealthy people, because we base tax on income, right, and not from war, from labor, right, not from, from the appreciation of right, your assets. Right, right, right. Um, that basically, it would just like if if you, basically if you don't pay any taxes because you don't have income, you just your You're assets not, just get yeah, richer. Right. You still have a twenty percent, mm. like and they'll and they have a calculation for how they'll value it. It's like everyone just has to pay fucking taxes. There we go. Um, and just think, like twenty percent taxes on mm. people with vast amounts of wealth. Yeah. Who aren't paying anything? And they're gonna call it a punishment for having assets. Like, oh yeah, it's a punishment for, for this and that. It's like, well, is it a punishment for me? Like yeah. I pay taxes. Yeah. Why don't you pay taxes? Right. You like, don't get to graduate from taxes mm. because you were successful. And because yeah, so, right. you were you successful. You're not successful. Your mom handed you right. fucking money. It's also the mean girls things. Like, so you agree. We're being yeah. punished. So yeah. you agree. Like, labor is punishable. So you think you're pretty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly that. So you, you think you don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> that, indeed. Uh, um, yeah. Chlamydia. I don't know. <laughs> Chlamydia. That's yeah, no, is. I don't really have any... any I, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast, but I do enjoy nowadays it is far more frequent for when you do have something you need to tell people that potentially were exposed for people to just be like oh, oh thanks yeah, for telling thank me thank you i know the culture has changed it I feel really like has because it used like it was always 50 50 i've been a sexually active adult long enough to have watched that happen too. Uh-huh. like i had the sweaty text i remember oh my god 
like just getting nervous. That's a, that's a good name for like an album. Or <laughs> Sweaty, Sweaty text. text. Ooh, <laughs> what does that mean? That's kind of interesting. Mm. But I remember getting a text while I was at a concert that was like, "Hey, um, I have crabs and it's intense. So sorry." Mm. And I was at a concert and I remember being like, "Do I need to go home and rip off my pubes right now? Like, I or can I enjoy this concert?" Like my concept Oof. of like. STIs has also changed for me. Personally. I love the idea that you went to like the bathroom at like Webster Hall and just ripped out your pee. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, no crabs for me. Um, no, yeah, which was... doesn't solve. Guys, that doesn't solve it. You have no, to. No, you, you gotta put, on a put the shampoo on there, like the good stuff. Actually, so I don't know how, but I was unscathed. Like I did go home and shave, but I didn't have crabs anyway. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I had them in college maybe twice. Mm-hmm. It seems like that seems like a very like young thing. I don't yeah. know older people who get crabs. What is that about? Why do crabs prefer twenty somethings? Like like young like 18... crabs are pedophiles. <laughs> oh, crabs are pedophiles. Name they of like episode. Them young. They like them young. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Crabs, crabs like them young pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're like, ooh, new pubes. No, I but love these. Actually, though, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's older people that get crabs, but I, also I don't think I've observed anyone getting crabs nope. after the age of 22. Nope. What is that? Or scabies. Or scabies. Nope. Huh. That was my first STI. Yeah. Ooh. Scabies. Oof. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. The no. webbing between my hands was on fire. Yikes. Because they're mites. That's like, oh, right, right, right. Like, this is athlete's foot, but all over my body, kind uh, of. Yeah. And I was just, I couldn't sleep at night because I was just itchy mm. all night. I was like, what is going on? And mm. I, still, I was still, this is high school, I was still living at home. Yeah. And I had to go to the doctor. And I made up this lie. Because I, yeah. I had to wash everything and oh, everything. Oh, my God. I lied. I said, because I was, I was like, I was like with the doctor, like, <sighs> what, what could this be from? And he was like, oh, and oh, God. In the days before having, you know, gay positive doctors or whatever, he was like, well, because I I admitted, because I was out at the time, or I was, you know, so I said I was gay, and he was like, well, you know, have you had sexual activity? And I was like, not really, like, I was trying to think, and I I think it it came from, I visited friends, and they were in college, and I went to visit, and I I hooked up with a guy, and I'm thinking that's where it was. But I was thinking, like, I couldn't recall at the time, not really, I was like, um, well, where have you traveled lately? And I was like, yeah, I went to like New York for like a school trip. And he was like, well, do you frequent the bathhouses there? And I'm like, what kind of question is that? Yeah, what like, the fuck? No, at 17, I wasn't frequenting the New York bathhouses on a trip to see Rent. Like, no. Huh. On a music trip to see Rent. But he was just really weird. And like, he had very judgy energy of this and that. He was like, well, there's there's a possibility so you, you could get honey. it from clothing and this and that. So I was like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So I made up this lie. I'm sure my parents didn't believe me, but I made up this lie that like I got it from the costumes that we had in the theater department mm. that they were being shared, mm. and that that's where I think it came from. I oh my gosh, this is because we because I had to tell them because we had to like wash my bed sheets and yeah. make sure everything in the house was washed because I could have given it to other people. This is bringing back a memory. <sighs> I had a UTI when I was 18, and I had moved out of my parents' house, and I remember it was so bad. And I clocked... did you give the UTI to your mom? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell? No, <laughs> I was just related. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. Um... <laughs> that's a, that's a name for a memoir. I gave my mom scabies. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it'd be a bestseller if you were like, what the fuck is that? 
Um, <laughs> no, but it was because I was like, the reason I got the UTI was like, I think there was suspicion that it was from having anal sex, like just mm-hmm. fucking my boyfriend and not taking a piss afterwards or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was like very adamantly that it's like I had a, I had a um, kidney stone. Oh, uh, which was also I'm pretty sure true. Like I had, a, I've never had that. No, oh my god, I had a pain in my back for a, for like a couple hours one day, mm. and then uh, I remember I had a dress rehearsal for a play festival, and I had to call them and be like, "Hey, was it the princess and the pea? Did they use the stone?" <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> I had to be like, "Hey, I'm my call time is in two hours, but I need to go to an urgent care right now," and uh, they. We're like, okay, we don't usually do this, but um, you're... It was like a play festival of like a couple scenes and they're like, we're going to do the show out of order. We'll do tech and dress out of order. You guys, you just come whenever you're uh, out of out of urgent care and we'll, mm, you right. know, put you at the end or whatever. Yeah, you can't help that. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I had castmates who had to like postpone their thing because I was at the urgent care and of course they're sweet and they understood that I needed a medical yeah. thing. Yeah. But my God, it just got worse and worse. And I had to go to an emergency room like a day later because, and my boyfriend, I remember he took me there. I remember I was in so much pain that I threw up. Like it was bad. And my boyfriend took me there and my dad met us at the uh, hospital. And I think my boyfriend at the time was just very like, I think I was trying to like, blow up the whole kind of like uh oh yeah, yeah yeah kidney stones right this is terrible but i think i could like detect like mm-hmm, like a little bit of like yeah this is a uti probably from like other stuff i don't know uh, like maybe that's my projection of like nerves or whatever but i was like yeah you uh kidney stones like i was very much pushing a narrative because yeah. it could have been from fucking <laughs> could have been from fucking well we're gonna take this break to uh check for kidney stones and crabs and we'll let you know what we come up with in the next thing All right, it's time to swipe again. We haven't swiped in a week, at least. Um, So there's been some changes, which is that my OkCupid is now, like, I have it, but I can no longer see, I I don't pay for it anymore because I was not servicing anybody on there. So I no longer see people who swipe me. So we could only do this, like, we used to go in and, like, who's liked me? Uh We can't do that anymore. I can't see that. So we can only just swipe. So basically, we can swipe there. We can look at Tinder. We can look at Hinge. So that's the only decrease in functionality I've had. Um, Um. Apparently, there's a new one. I'm trying to see if there'll be a sponsor. I ran into them at Rosemont. He was, like, handing out flyers. They started one. It's called Hedero, H-E-A-D-O-R-O. Oh, my God. And it's about – it's a similar app, but it's for everyone, and it's based on what kind of sex you're looking to have. I was going to say, it just sounds like a good oral sex website. Well, well, I said, I was like, is it more than blowjobs? Yeah. He, like, laughed. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, it's – but it's like – you don't. it's not like – you know, I'm a man who's this and like I'm fit, I'm this and that. It's like I am mm-hmm. looking for a man for, you know, receptive oral sex. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like it's just it's just the the, the the it's the same thing, but the the entry into it is from a different perspective. I like this. I was like, oh, okay. God. He was like that way, you know, you don't get into like gendery things and this and that if you don't care. Sure. You know, like I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we've been talking and I, I sent him a pitch for some because he was like, we're trying to sponsor live events right now. We're trying to sponsor stuff. I was like, let's talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That is what yeah. a concept. So I may, feel like they might take over. the If I can get some money from them, maybe they'll take over this segment in yeah. the future. Well, hey out there. But until we have hetero. Until we have hetero. Um, we will try out. I want. Let's do hinge. All right. Unhinged. 
So let's start with people who like me. Mm-hmm. Oh, there they are. Yeah, here we go. So why don't you describe number one for us? Um, okay, first observations that they're in a baseball cap. Um, I mean... Let's call him Jake. Yeah, it's like a mirror pick that I sort of don't understand. Like some people, I don't know. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like some people take a picture in the mirror where they're like too far from the mirror. And... It's too far from the mirror. It's not flattering light. He's wearing a hat. Um, he's not wearing anything where it's like, oh, I took this picture to show you my outfit. It's just like a plain t-shirt and jeans. It's almost like, oh, I have to do a hinge profile on your picture. Click. Yeah. I get that. Right. I get that. So I don't like... Which is, which is better say. than your staged, you know, duck lip, whatever. True. Like, that's not trying hard, but maybe not hard So enough. we have one of these voice ones, and we okay. played this last time, so let me hold it up to the mic. Okay. What's it say? Believe it or not, I... Believe it or not, I actually do like going to the gym. I know my profile doesn't show that, but I actually do enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Um, what is, we haven't looked at his profile enough to think that there's any indicator not to, but yeah, I don't believe it or not. I actually, all right, let's read some stuff. Okay. Let's see. A social cause I care about empathy, not enough people employ empathy in their day to day. Is that a social cause? No. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, oh, okay. Uh, stats, 28, cisgender man, gay, something about engineering, la la la, Brooklyn, liberal. Okay. Jewish, which is usually my type. Yeah. It's scruffy, cute face, mm-hmm. but... It's a prettier picture. You should lead with that one with... Uh... You should lead with that one. Yeah, that one. There we go. A more appropriate mirror moment. Okay. The best way to ask me out is by just asking me out. I strongly appreciate clear signals and being transparent in your intentions. God, that's sexy. Cool. All right. This person's like... I don't know. I want to use the word straightforward, but like... I don't know. I can't click it and make it bigger. Is he bald? Is that why? Because oh he's got gosh, a hat, the and then the picture just like cuts off at the top of the glasses. Yeah. But no, he is oh, bald. Oh, yeah. There we go. So there's a picture with bald. That's I like fine. bald. Yeah, it looks good. Also, okay, so there's some more pictures where it's not like a discreet mm-hmm. uh, thing, which is nice. I mean. Together we could rule the world. I know you're thinking about it. You just need a good queen slash king slash we'll figure out the titles later. Okay, sense of humor. This is cute. Yeah. I'm getting like, I don't know. I'm confused by some of like, confused by the pictures, confused by the empathy is a social cause. There's just like, I don't know. Whenever things don't connect like that, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm also just not physically attracted to him. Here you go. Like, how do we communicate? Anyway. I'm also not physically attracted to this guy here, but this is an interesting one to talk about. Let's call him Matt. Okay. Who would play her? Um, This looks like a... Drag queen out of drag. Oh, why? That's interesting. Like, I know exactly what you're talking uh-huh. about, but how do you... Not like in the no eyebrows kind of way, but in the just sort of like... I just... I like looking at this picture of this. He's got a head wrap on. Cargo shorts. White dude. Fanny pack with a t-shirt that says EDM or tank top that says EDM. He's got some like makeup on. It looks like he's at some sort of party or... Yeah, event. you know what? It is giving very that vibe of like, I'm not working tonight, so I'm right. actually out. That's so funny. <laughs> um, I'll f- Generic white person. I'll fall for you long face. I'll fall for you if you love Harry Potter and Disney. Harry Potter, yes. Disney, I don't know about a Disney gay. Uh, we, I, have we talked Every, about I this? I don't know. I like have a... I used to have... Oh, 6'5". 
Mm. I, yeah, I... I don't know about a Disney gay. I don't know about a Disney gay either. I get it. I get that there's a lot of comfort and it's nostalgic and it's kind of like a safety place yeah. from, from youth, but it's No just... Disney gays, no Madonna gays. No, oh, really? No, no Madonna gays? Like Madonna gay. That's a whole other population. Because unlike a Janet gay who's like... I love Janet. Janet's great. Mm-hmm. Madonna gays tend to be like, I love Madonna, and she's done everything first, and she's the best, and no one can compare to Madonna. And it's Sometimes. Like, there's yeah. a lot of that yeah. with Madonna gays. Yeah, it's like, I'm not interested. You know who's a Madonna gay who's not like that? Chauncey. Cool. Yeah. Love DJ Chauncey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not like that. But yeah, I'm. he's in Slytherin outfit. Sure. And I have, listen, I've got Harry Potter robes, but it was for a Halloween costume. You should not go out with me if you do not like vacations or exploring new places. Yeah, he wouldn't like me because I don't travel enough and I am... No, not, yeah. This is, this uh, is no. not working. Who else likes you? <laughs> it's called... We've got lots of J's. Um, let's call him Justin. Justin. Okay. A handsome person of color. Yeah. With beautiful a teeth. great smile. Yeah, I noticed that too and I like his glasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Typical Sunday. Enjoying good company at a great brunch. That's also fun. Uh, so social six one hi forty three works in enter- not entertainment but TV Christian and liberal from I never like whenever because for the that's something to talk about whenever it's like the religion piece mm-hmm. and they put like Christian yeah I'm never like oh this person goes to church I'm like well maybe this person like it's I open that up to like oh I was raised Christian like that's like where I was sure you know, I don't that's know. like where I came from I don't necessarily think that means like they're like all about Jesus that's true I think in my head it has, it's like in order because you don't think that about like oh this is interesting right we uh-huh. didn't have any reaction to that of the person who put Jewish Jewish true yeah people can be like more yeah. ethnically Jewish than yeah. practicing well, that's Jewish true, that's, that's true. like a very like yeah some like people <laughs> people say that all t- that's why I think whenever people put Christian I'm like oh this is a statement like you yeah, if maybe. you're putting Christian in your adulthood and you're a gay man this is a statement maybe maybe I leave more I leave what's a word what's a JJ word I leave more space for that <laughs> interesting <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, okay I won't discount it right away like I'll, it'll be something I'll like Oh, maybe there's someone who's, yeah. I get suspicious, suspicious about it. I'm like, oh, this could be, um, I don't know, difficult. Okay. We'll get along if you love coming to America and like a top who loves to um, licky emoji and peach emoji. Okay. Hell yeah. Oh yeah? Okay. What's up? What's up? That is definitely something I'm certainly interested in. Uh Uh-huh. To put it like that in a hinge profile hinge is, a is different kind setting. of a turnoff. Yeah, hinge is a setting that's not grinder, so it's a little bit like, whew. I feel like there is it because I I mentioned sexuality in my mm-hmm. profile, but I feel like there's a way to do it mm-hmm. that doesn't come off with a hookup vibe. Hmm. And this comes up with a look for I, a tap. I, I, I'm, I'm looking i'm looking to eat an ass like right, that's what i'm here for everything for, else is fine totally like looking for a top that's not a human that's just a sex partner like it's it's just it's sex it's, partners are humans. it's but too yeah. forward yeah okay like mentioning your top good like i want to know that off the top pertinent I wanna, information I wanna top off the top pertinent, pertinent information. information it's the i'm a top who loves to eat ass like that's for a hint, I don't know. It's too much. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's a no. No worries. Okay. So no one else likes me. Can we swipe other people? Uh huh. Let's do this. Oh hi. So we got Kyle here. We'll call them Kyle. Um, Kyle's got cute glasses, cute scruff. He's yeah. definitely in my um, 
in my Venn diagram of attractiveness. Yeah. No, he's adorable. Um, he's like, he looks like a little otter. The key to my heart is a crisp Miller Lite. Girl, we need to give you better. You need to drink better Are beer. Are you 21? What's on? Uh, no, he's 30. 31, Williamsburg, graphic designer. Okay, From that's Staten tricks. Island, that drags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute floral shirt. Yeah. Oh, adorable. Good Cute hair. gay hair. Mm-hmm. He's got Williamsburg hair and Williamsburg glasses. Mm-hmm. Short on the sides, curly mop top. My life goal of mine, I'm just trying to not murder any more of my plants. That's Aww, funny. yeah. Oh, he's Cute adorable. Face. All I ask is that you like competition reality shows. Yes, that is the only brand of reality show I like. Yeah, yeah. Talented people winning things. Right. Strategy. Um, Headband. This this seems like he'd be a friend of yours. I agree. This like like, looks like part of your fuck pack squad. I I would. You're. He's welcome. He gets a yes. Now on Hinge, Mm -hmm. you 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 don't just like them. You heart something. Oh, I right, right, right. So we have to. So what would you think? Um, I usually like to go not with a picture because that's too sexy maybe but his pictures are so cute they i would are. i would I'm like to go f- with this one. Oh, really okay so because that's like personality it's not just like sexy it's we're, like we're, i'm liking the um floral shirt there's a floral shirt and there's also like a bit of a background so there's a lot going on there so we got matt here okay we're calling them matt okay that first picture i wonder is that bokeh in the background yes. real um, is that real no i think i think that might be a zoom Oh, it's a Zoom background. Yeah, I think that might be a Zoom background. I was like, background. what is that story? Okay. I'm looking for inappropriate humor humor and or something to watch. Usually, other times, it's my keys. That's cute. It is cute. 37, six foot, music direction composer. Cute. I like that. Yeah, spiritual agnostic. I feel that. He's a piano player. Oh, and that's a cute photo. It's a cute photo. Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. You don't get this reference, I but not. I do. Okay, read He's that. He's doing this to speak to someone specifically. <laughs> is this a Star Trek thing? It's a Star Wars thing. Star Wars. Oh. I get along best with people who are looking for love in Alderaan places. Alderaan yeah. is the planet that Princess Leia is from. Oh, and it's got a little pun in there. Yeah. That's He's, cute. It's a good way to signal to a sci-fi person. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's a cute... There you go. I geek out on sci-fi, politics, history, musical analysis, and musical theater. Oh, my God. Other geeks geeking out on geek stuff. This like, is just like you. This is just like me. And it's, he plays a piano, which I find deeply sexy because it's sure. the biggest thing that I regret not learning. Ah, and what else do those fingers do? Hmm? I said, what else do those fingers do? <laughs> Play my prostate. Uh, I, I get you to find geek out. out on. A lot of history, theater history, and usually on other writers' processes, other artists' processes and all that. Um, I'm reading Moss Hart's Act One. I've had it for years, never read it. It's both hilarious and insightful. Um, and that's a real deep dive on theater. Okay. So, there you go. Hi. Yep, like this guy. I like him too. I'm going He's cute. to I like that picture. Oh, that's funny. It's like a definitely like a, a shtick of like having a cowboy hat and having like a straw in your mouth. Yeah, like he's he's doing like a ranch photo. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, he gets a like. Heck yeah. Okay, I'm in. All right, next person. We'll call them Bradley. Bradley. Um so first impression, my best blue steel, and then it's a selfie um, in a bathroom. It's uh, pillowy lips. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdest gift I've ever given or received. I don't know if it's weird, but I once got 10 pounds of chocolate as a gift, and I fucking hate chocolate. <laughs> That's, That's funny. Yeah. But like, 
who hates chocolate? That's could be a number of things if it makes you. I mean, I don't care. Do you do you have any opinions on like are there things that people can or like if you dislike this, we're not a match. Or if you like this, is there anything like that for you? There's only one thing I can think of. I mean, I'm food's so, not one of them. Okay, I'm like, well, I was gonna go eat to what food. you want to eat. I don't care. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I'm very not picky eaters. So whenever people are picky, I'm like, how do you not enjoy the thing that I can enjoy? Super okay. So it's not a particular thing, but if you are so picky that like it's difficult to find a restaurant, uh, or you're difficult with a waiter because you've got to do a bunch of shit, it's too, I can't do that. It's too sure. annoying. But like, if like. I had an ex who didn't like eggs or tomatoes, which I thought was weird. And yeah. I'm just like, just if you don't like eggs and tomatoes, yeah. don't eat eggs and tomatoes. Like, I don't care. Sure. Like, it, it doesn't affect me. So the chalk thing doesn't affect me. But is there anything that you're like, this is a, this is a no for me, dog? As in like... Uh, Food or, or just anything that's like... I do not enjoy white chocolate. And I don't really... Like, there's never a good place for white chocolate. I know a lot of like Have you done white chocolate-covered pretzels? Actually, I'll, I'll take it back. Mm-hmm. I do like yogurt-covered pretzels that. more than in white chocolate, though. Right, right, right. And, but a lot of restaurants try to do like passion fruit and white chocolate. Like you need a tangy with that sugar. And I just don't care for that sugar. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's the only one. Uh, for me, the only thing where if I see it, I immediately just swipe no. It's nothing to do with food. Um, if you're like super obsessed with like the Real Housewives, we're just not the same kind of gay. Oh my we're God. We're just not the same kind of gay. I'm going, yes. So I, uh, a guy hit on me one time and asked me out and... This was right before shutdown. I saw him in public. And then we followed each other on socials. I observed that his socials were constantly about Real Housewives and just like talking about this and that or whatever. And um, shutdown happened and we kind of were a little chatty and he's very handsome. Mm. And um, he's like, well, I'm still interested in going on a date. And then things were starting to have like opportunities for dates were happening again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, I, you know, my time is... I didn't say this, but like we're all prioritizing our time. I don't know if this is gonna work. But I was like, I don't think we have enough in common just from like following you and seeing what our interests are. Like I don't think we overlap enough. And he was like, Okay, cool, that's like totally fine. It was like an amicable conversation for sure. No. And then I found out that he's friends with Timothy Chalamet and I was like, Fuck how did I like miss the Timothy moment? But you don't need to like No, you don't need to do that. Of and course I, not. I I mean I was fucking um Trixie Mattel's ex boyfriend for a little bit. Right. Cool. Um, that was always sort of in the back of my mind, but like no, I like that's never no. a thing. I will never no, 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 date no. someone else to get close to someone else. Absolutely never, not. Never, 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 but never. I was also kind of like, man, I wish what it was. My fuck was like, oh, I wish it had been like, like, uh, you know, whatever. I wish there was something for us to have a relationship yeah. off of or whatever. Because yeah, you know, yes, and nice dick and handsome. We had some good sex, but he was ultimately kind of a jerk. And then people who know him in the area were like, yeah, he's a dick, uh, t- and. He always had bad breath. Oh. Always bad breath. I can't do bad breath. Yeah. Do bad breath. Well, as we were talking, because we're, we're running out of time, I, I continued looking, and I'm just not physically attracted to this person, so they get a no. Mm-hmm. All right. We had two yeses, two nos. Right, that's good. That's not so bad. We had two um, cute yeses, too. We did have some cute yeses. Let's see if they like me back. Um, odds are no. <laughs> Based on my track record, usually people who I like don't like me. I'm, so that musical theater and um, maybe, sci-fi but person. I put that I'm a bottom. So if he's a bottom, I won't. Ah. Which is fine, but that's usually I think I think there's just a lot of bottoms out there. A lot of bottoms, um, theater and sci-fi. But it's good to pre-screen that. Sure. Anyway, um, so I wonder if our next guest is. I wonder if our next guest, if we just had a guest, I wonder if our guest is a bottom. Uh, we'll find out in the next segment.
as you know, we are continuing with our interviews uh, with me flying solo because, again, JJ doesn't know how to keep a calendar and he's currently at a wedding he forgot about. Uh, so today's guest, uh, I actually met while judging, uh, I don't know, preliminaries, semifinals, some, somewhere in the course of the Lady Liberty uh, drag competition at the Q, uh, and this person won. Um, their intro is they have a big ass but even bigger dreams, and as of just a few days ago, most recently won the whole shebang, the sixth cycle of Lady Liberty. So... And apologies, uh, guest, what I'm about to do. Uh, this is a song from my youth, and it's... Our next guest is Frida Kulo! You said it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that song on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have to do something where, like, it's memorable, and people chant it back, and it's fun. And so, I mean, come on. Yeah, you... You, let me tell you, and I don't mean to, I don't want to disparage anybody that you competed with when I judged, because there were a lot of really great people and everyone's really good, but I had to go to the other judges in, you know, it was me and like four others, and I had to go to the other judges about halfway through and be like, okay, am I crazy, or did you also score Frida like a solid 10 points above everybody else? And they're like, oh no, 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 we are too. I'm like, okay, okay, I just want to make sure I'm being... <laughs> fair you murdered that stage oh thank you thank you so much you know what um i i have applied for the preliminary and um i didn't hear back for like a while i'm like oh i didn't get selected and i had like imagined like what my package would be Mm -hmm. and um and i knew from day one what i wanted to do if i passed through the next round um the only thing that i changed was for the finale i had i changed my talent number and i managed to get it together in one week wow that's incredible and i heard did i hear tell that you had like a big dance team yeah i had uh 12 dancers Um, originally it was supposed to be 20 but you know life happens uh as someone who is a recording artist that does a lot of dance numbers yeah i know how that works (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh well i might have to talk to you about dancer recommendations because it's always so hard to find people um um so you have joined us today to do a game of deal breakers on this sex and relationship podcast i should start however i guess with asking are you currently booed up or are you out in the streets no i'm single bilingual and ready to mingle <laughs> what do you look for in a person I connect uh, chemistry. Like honestly, I want to connect with them. Well, I mean, I would hope so. You don't want somebody you don't have chemistry with. Is there like, do you need the person to make you laugh? Is it like you gotta have like knockdown, drag out sex, all of the above? No, it can't be too forward. I feel like if someone's like uh, super cheesy and like giving me pickup lines, I'm like, all right, dude. Or too touchy without like you know making you feel uncomfortable. I'm just no. yeah, performative romance. I find gross. Say, who is this for? Who is this for? Right, exactly. And if you're going to put on a show, at least pay my booking fee. (laughs) All right. Well, that kind of segues me into the first deal breaker. So so the way I play this game is I'm just going to throw a bunch of things that come off the top of my head. Some of them will be serious. Some of them will be nuts. And you can decide whether uh, this is a deal breaker for you. So I'm going to start with one of the obvious and say... Um, this person, maybe you've gone on, this is, you know, one date with, so it's early. This person has never seen a drag show in their life. Is that a deal breaker? 
No, that's not a deal breaker. Oh, interesting. Um, what if... So they have a familiarity with drag, but in all of your conversations, I mean, they've never come to see you, and whenever you bring it up, they're positive, but just sort of breeze past it. So what did you do last night? Oh, I actually won my competition, the, the Lady Liberty. Oh, that's cool. So what do you want for dinner tonight? Like, just does not, just does not acknowledge that, that you know, doesn't ignore it, but just doesn't dig in, doesn't really have interest. Well, I mean, that would be a deal breaker because if it's something that I'm so passionate about, you better at least uh, acknowledge that uh, and recognize that I'm putting effort into something that's meaningful to me. Right. When did you start doing drag? Um, three years ago, technically, but I didn't take it. And it's so funny because I didn't take it seriously until um, be, right before we went in lockdown. <laughs> I started doing <laughs> gigs and I'm like, oh, I'm going to start doing competitions. And then we go into lockdown. And I was like, okay, I just bought all this stuff for nothing. But then silver lining and everything, I, I grew during the pandemic into a greater, better drag artist. So um, I think I blossomed during that time. So what if this person, let's go all spectrums of this. So what if this person is like a drag super fan and is especially like a super like knows every single, it knows every season of drag race, including elimination order Every knows all the rumors, goes on the Reddit, and just that is like their biggest interest and wants to talk to you about it all the time. Um, that's not a deal breaker because honestly, um, I'm gonna need someone to help me out when I do trivia, so I'm gonna have them write all the questions. <laughs> are are you? I feel like with local New York City queens, there's sort of like two tribes. There's the like, oh yeah, I really love Drag Race, and you know, it's I'm glad what it's doing for the community, and then it's those who are like. Fuck this fucking show. So which side are you on? <laughs> no, I, I do like it. Honestly, um, especially with all the franchises, I think I'm more passionate about that than the uh, the actual drag race here in the States. Oh, yeah. I loved um, all of UK. I know people shit on season three, but I liked season three. Uh, I did not like UK versus the world. Um, uh, me neither. Yeah. And I can't finish... I keep, tr it's one of the shows where like, I keep trying, but like I get bored and go do something else. I can't finish Canada season two. I can't. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the permission to that. <laughs> um, let's see. Other deal breakers. Um, bad tipper. At a oh, deal breaker. Deal breaker. Like, especially I come from a background working in the service industry and even like with my family, like you, you need to make sure you take care of your people. Right. Yeah. That's something I always look tip. I always like keep an eyeball out to see what they're doing. Uh, and also like how they speak to the waiter. <gasps> Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. A thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. What, let's go on this uh, food stuff. So what if they are an extremely picky eater? It doesn't inhibit you from choosing restaurants, but every single time it's like three substitutions, a million questions. Like it's always an ordeal when the order comes. Oh, deal breaker. Why, why are you making life so complicated for? <laughs> well, there, I think there's one thing when it's like a proper food allergy and it's another when it's like, girl, just eat. Just eat what they have. Or make it a home. Yeah, I legit have a friend that um, when we do go out, she's like, oh, and no onions, please. I'm allergic. 
And uh, she always asks if everything, but she's not really allergic. She just really hates onions. <laughs> well, right, because because if it's they'll take it seriously if they think they're risking someone's health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay. What if there's some? What if they're a wine snob and they, you know. Uh, let's say 30% of the time that you go out to dinner and order wine, uh, they send it back because they don't like it and they want to try something else. Like they're constantly sending back wine because they, they think they just have a very refined palate. Well, who's paying for the bill? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. Oh, um, you're, you're, it's Dutch. It's a gay date, so it's Dutch. Oh, I mean, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, you do you, boo-boo, but I, I don't know. I'm paying for my bill. Yeah, I that embarrasses me. Like I feel bad for the waiter at that point. True. I mean, what if they're um, if they're a connoisseur, like a some what is it, sommelier? Sommelier, yeah, sommelier. I like no, no, because I even have a friend. She is she has sommelier training, but she she's a wine buyer for like a a big dis, you know liquor distributor. And she would do that on occasion, and I would just – she was a friend. It wasn't a date, so I could speak, you know, very plainly to her. And I'd be like, just drink the fucking wine. Like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my dad's a chef, and he's uh, – when we go out to restaurants, he is kind of finicky. Um, but, I mean, he, he knows what he's talking about, so I'm like, okay, I get it. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, um, I'm just going to order Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad's the type who, like – Anywhere you go, like Italian restaurant, Mexican restaurant, Thai restaurant. I mean, he would never eat Thai. But, like, he's like, do they have a burger? Everywhere. <laughs> do they have the burger? Can I get the burger? And I just roll my eyes. Like, will you please eat something? Will you try anything? Try anything. Um, Let's see. So we've done food. What if you have absolutely no overlap in sort of TV movie interest. So like if you really love horror, he hates horror. Or if you really love, you know, romantic comedies, he hates romantic comedies. So something where uh, you just have, you can never agree to watch a thing and you just watch your own things because you just, you don't have any overlap or very little. Oh, that's fine. Honestly, I'm, I, I'm not even a big television watcher. or okay. And and if you want to be, hang out, chill, cuddle, and um, he's on his iPad and I'm doing my thing. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I I enjoy... I'm fine with people having their... Because I also have very particular music interests that I don't care if you like or not. Um, and a few few TV ones too. Like, I'm, I'm a weird Star Trek fan. Uh, so I don't I don't need you to be a Star Trek fan. Like, I don't need any of that. But I, I love going to the movies. Love, 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 love. And I feel like if you're not going to go to the movies with me because you don't like the movies I want to see or I have to suffer through some, like garbage uh i don't know i don't know if i could date someone who i couldn't go to the movies with because i love it so much that's true i mean the movies is a whole also a whole experience like just getting you know the tickets and then going to grab snacks and i don't know that's a yes. whole experience too that's fun i yeah I, at most i will go see a movie that i don't even care about because i have like like my popcorn levels are low <laughs> I just need an infusion of movie theater popcorn. Um, There's something about that popcorn. There is. There is. So I'm going to assume, and you can tell me I'm a racist piece of shit if this is a wrong assumption, that with your drag persona and your father being a chef, that like you like 
flavorful food? I eat it all. You like eat my, it all. so yeah. So my dad, since we were kids, he his day to cook at home was always Mondays, and um, he was also uh, a, a culinary um, instructor. So cool. And um, Mondays were his day, and he would just make a, something from a different country, or sometimes he would do fusion, like. But he was very, he's very, very talented and um, is very knowledgeable with different types of cuisine. So I eat it. How are you with spice? You know what? I'm not as good as I used to be. What ha- happened was, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm originally from California and um, I moved to Puerto Rico uh, for work. And they, they, in Puerto Rico, they don't like a lot of spicy stuff. And it's also hard to get the like, spices that I would need when I would want to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was there for three years, so I got, I didn't get used to, like, I kind of lost my spice tolerance. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, as I get older, I'm noticing my stomach is less and less agreeable with that sort of stuff. I was thinking, like, what if this person is, like, the cliche of, like, brings the unseasoned chicken and potato salad with raisins in it to the picnic? Like, their their food is just boiled, tasteless nonsense. And that's what they make when he when he makes dinner for you at home. It's this like bland, tasteless nonsense. It's not a deal breaker. I can teach them. <laughs> That'd be a cute moment. That'd be a cute date. Like here, let move over. Let me just. Well, you sound like a very um, low key, easy person to date, which has not been my experience with other drag queens. <laughs> uh, I think I'm. I mean, I I've lived a little. I've 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 uh, you know dated. I also was married and. Um, Oh. And I was to the point that it's just like, all right, if you're going to do this, like, cut the bullshit and, you know, life is too short. Let's just figure this out. You know, it's funny because when I meet, because I, I was never married, but I've been in like a very serious long-term relationship that ended. And I feel like coming out of it, once people like us are ready to date again, it's very, it's like, you can tell me if, if you feel differently, but it's, it's, the stakes are lower and things that used to be very serious just aren't anymore. It's just like, okay, I know what this is. Let's figure this out. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think it's because uh, at least when you feel like you're at peace with, you know, whatever, whatever transcended, um, uh, you start to realize, okay, what is important to you and what do you really want? Like, is that, is that, is it being in a relationship really, you're all like, you know, your end all be all or, or are you comfortable being by yourself? And right. um, I'm okay with being alone and I'm also okay with being with someone. I'm not putting any pressure on myself or anything. And that's when you find a good person because people can, can smell anxiety and neediness. And, you know, that's why I think that's the reason why they say when you're not looking, you find it. It's because your energy is the right energy. Yeah. So what, what's next for you now that you've won Lady Liberty? The world is your oyster. What's, uh, what, what's coming up for you? Uh, I need to manage my booking calendar. <laughs> um, I do have a few exciting events coming up and um, I'll be uh, part of some really, really big projects. Um, but to be honest with you, I have my eyes set on the winner circle for Lady Liberty. Like I'm already prepping for that and not even know the details. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any doubt that you'll be there. Um, uh, and that's not saying anything with inside information. I just, I've seen you perform. Um so if people want to, like me, want to see you perform um, around the city or they uh, want to be your next spouse, where can they find you on the internet? 
<laughs> they can find me on any social media platform under Frida Culo. It's spelled F-R-E-E-D-A-K-U-L-O. Um, and every Friday, I'm at Albatross. Uh, we do Drag Race Union Party, followed by shows and karaoke. Um, and I have a lot of uh, different uh, events popping up throughout all the boroughs, minus Staten Island. I just can't make it all the way over there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. I will go to, I will do a brunch in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, but I won't go to Staten Island. <laughs> okay. One, I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's where I grew up and went to school. Yeah. Two, I live just south of Appletross, so I'm going to have to swing by. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) That's funny. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Frida. I will let you get back to your day, and we will be right back after this break to bring you either love and light or pick a fight. Kisses from Kulo. So I mentioned to you that I was out at um, Phoenix and then Nowhere Bar last night with... with, um, Joshua uh, slash Giselle from mm-hmm. earlier podcast. Um, and that inspired a fight in you. It did. It did. And, you know, as from like the two minutes ago when you mentioned that, I knew what I wanted my fight to be about. And it's kind of evolving as as the time's going on. Mm-hmm. My fight was going to be about like my gay bar, Phoenix, kind of getting a new population of young NYU and also sometimes more hetero crowds because mm-hmm. of drag race nights and how drag race is for everybody. Um, and then as time has gone on, I realized part of my fight is getting older and like a new crowd of 21 year olds is there. I'm like, what the fuck are these children? But it's that. It's it's also like the drag race hetero crowd at, mm-hmm. at like, what are the dynamics? I can't dick anyone down in this room when there's like a 21 year old girl right there. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I can't dick anyone down in this room with that girl over there. Yes, like I'm sorry, lady. No, no, this is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Lady. No, that's your space. Yeah, she's, she's gonna watch I it. No, I know. She came to see it. Maybe she came to see you Aww, dick some dude I'm down. I'm disservicing her by not you dicking are. someone down. Yeah, uh, she's at the she's at the zoo. Fuck. Oh my god, that's what it does fucking feel like. It's crazy yeah. on nights where uh, Drag Race. I don't remember what if what season was on Thursday nights, but whenever trivia and Drag Race overlap and they do like the episode, and then we go into trivia, and yeah. there's just a shit ton of NYU kids playing trivia at my gay bar. They will outnumber us gays, and I'm like this is weird because they're competitive and they're like when they win things and it's like this is a new energy and I don't vibe and they're not like approachable that's a cute t-shirt I don't vibe I don't vibe I don't vibe yeah or like a like a hat or something um yeah I don't know so I'm picking a fight with with mm, not having like my gay space be what it used to be the old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. I feel like a cranky person. Just like a cranky, like, oh, these kids. Use. Off yeah. my lawn. Yeah, get away from my gay <laughs> shit. I'm ready to fuck <laughs> someone here. Like, I can't do a blowjob in the bathroom now. <laughs> I love I love that you're going to bars to give blowjobs in bathrooms and take people down to the middle of the bar. I'm, I love that that's your, like, bar activity. Oh like, you're not God, there for I'm trivia. You're not there to drink. No, I don't. It no, reminds oh me of, of when I was in a, it was a regular fucking gym. Okay. Like a just a gym, not gym, an equinox, and I'm in the sauna. Yeah. Even equinox is regular gym. There's straight people sure. there. Okay, got you it. know, and I'm in know. the sauna, and um, there they had Saturday morning like swim lessons for the kids in the building. Okay, so there you could hear like the sounds of children like at the pool or whatever. Yeah, and um, um, these two gay guys sitting. In, I'm sitting in the sauna, and they're obviously together. And I'm sitting there, and the one goes to the other. Like they, we hear like a kid yell like. 
ugh, don't they know this is a bathhouse? And I'm like, girl, it's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I can't fuck this guy in the sauna with these kids yelling. I'm like, you're in a gym. I, like, <laughs> you're wrong. Sour- right. <laughs> I sourly relate to that, that quote, unfortunately. Like, what the, f- th- I can't do this here now. Anyway. So I'm going to leave love and light to, this is so dumb, but I love it. Do it. My brand new linens. Ooh. I did a linen refresh. Ooh. I've got brand new bath towels that are super plush and lovely. And I have new linen sheets, new blanket, new duvet cover. Um, because I have uh-huh. a disgusting little animal who likes to sleep in the middle of my bed. Oh. And so after no, I've had my duvet cover for like, I don't know, eight years okay, plus. So I had a, it's been a long time. And now there is this little circle of like light brown in the center of it from where little Dirty Max, after oh. after getting off the New York streets, like to come and sleep right in the middle of it. I'm oh, like, oh, yikes. We're, we're done with this. Yeah, that's like. Because I, mean, I have white, everything, because I, I like white linen. Well, I like white duvet covers because it makes, so dumb. It makes me feel like I'm on a fluffy cloud. Like I just want to be on a fluffy cloud <laughs> yeah, when I sleep. So I like white duvet. And then I like dark linens in case. Sex. Yes. Mm. Right. Um, and I actually have like like straight up like actual linen sheets. Nice. And they're so comfy. Ah, no, I uh, like that for you. That's not dumb. That's like it's so nice. And to I had enjoy. sex yesterday, and the guy came over. He's a regular neighbor, and you know we usually. Like, I'm not someone who usually puts down towels or sheets or anything because, it, it, for me, it it makes it less. Um, like, like to to put down like this is my fuck sheet. Like yeah. I mean, it's a little too like I don't like that vibe. I don't like yeah. that energy. I'd rather just if if some lube gets on the sheets or like whatever. Like okay. I'd rather just wash the sheets. Gotcha. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Anyway, but I I laid down a town. He kind of looked because we never do, and he kind of looked at me and I was like, New. I just got these sheets two weeks two days ago, and I'm not ready to wash them yet, and I just. Yeah. I'm enjoying them. That's so okay. I need to put a towel down just that in case. Okay. And he like laughed. He was like, oh, I get it again. Yeah, <laughs> it like, absolutely. It's just such a lovely. It's the joys of adulthood. Like I would not have been excited about this like, oh. years ago, but now it's like, fuck yes. Oh, my, my sleep's better. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's so comfy and new uh, and fresh. Oh my God. My... I need to go buy new bath towels. Now that you mentioned it, like that is yeah. a thing that will make. You should my... check mine out. They're so nice. Yeah. I was and at the... Muji the other day and I think I might, I don't know. Those are expensive, but I might get some of that. And then I got, to, and then I kept the blanket that he destroyed. And now every day after I make my bed i just lay the blanket over the bed that so Max if he destroyed. jumps in the bed he yeah. can he can oh. yeah that's not the guy <laughs> yeah 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 he destroyed my fucking sheets yeah. <laughs> yeah, so i was like damn <laughs> i got came over and wrecked these sheets <laughs> <laughs> as if i brag about that no no <laughs> no it's for max so when he jumps up in the middle of my bed he's on what he's already destroyed and not yeah. on my new stuff oh and, baby and uh he knows what I'm doing. So the other day, like, I took them off to, like, for me to go to bed. But mm-hmm. I, like, I took it off. I took off the blanket. And then I went to the bathroom to, do to like, I don't know, brush my teeth or something. And then I came back. And he had hopped right up in the center. I'm like, uh-uh. oh, he's like, and I, like, he's like, no, Daddy, I want the fresh sheets. Ah, cute. <laughs> well, um, if you would like an opportunity to enjoy my brand new linens, um, the best way to flirt with me is by liking this podcast and subscribing to it and sharing it with people and commenting. We don't get any comments. Nobody comments. I want some comments. Comment on me. Think. Comment on, I don't Judge know. Judge me. Read me. Yeah, do the whole thing. Uh, so you can subscribe to us. You can uh, interact with us on Instagram. We are at Dying Alone Podcast. You can also find me at, at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm.